Good morning, all. Good to see you all. Um, thank you so much, Danielle and Nate. It's great to have you. Um, cool. So my name's Jeff. I am an elder and leader here. I think I know most of you, but uh, yeah, elder and leader here at the church. Um, this morning will be a little bit different than uh, normal, um, not only because we have Celebration Sunday, but um, Brad came down with COVID on Friday, so he's, he's, uh, he's feeling better already, but uh, not able to be here, not able to preach. So, um, and it, it is a Celebration Sunday as well, and so we're going to have some time for some celebrations. Estefi uh, is actually going to share just some vision and, and, uh, and to her heart for the youth ministry that she's going to be helping build here at our church. Um, I'll share a little bit of just part of my celebrations that I want to share this week, um, but maybe like a couple minutes longer just, just to fill a little bit of the time to encourage and build this up, um, and then we will have uh, communion and worship. Uh, actually, kind of good timing, considering it's hot, that will run a little bit shorter today. So there you go. God works in mysterious ways. Uh, yeah, but before we jump into celebrations, I just wanted to um, remind us why we do it. Um, and I wanted to pray for us as well. Because um, it's really a special time when, during celebrations, you all get to share uh, what God's doing in your heart, what he's teaching you, what are things you get to celebrate, um, but also what are things that you're wrestling with and that you want to share with the body and share to God. Um, it's a really special time to not only let God teach us and build us up through what he's teaching you all, um, but it's also a really helpful reminder for all of us, for, for you all and for me, that we're one family and that we're one body. Um, what God is doing in your life is, is actually connected in a mysterious way to the other people in this church. Uh, when God talks about the church being a body, you all, and myself included, are all parts of that body contributing to us being a healthy family uh, together, worshiping God, but also worshiping Him. So it's actually a really special reminder. I, I lose sight of this. I wanted to share this, that as you all are sharing about what God's doing in your life, it's actually helping remind us uh, that we are this mysterious, supernatural, connected family and body living in this large city together, um, that we're not alone, and we're not just even alone in our MCs or individually in our families, but we are, we are one together uh, as a church. And so that's really special. Um, so let me, let me pray for us, and then we can have uh, some time for, uh, yeah, for sharing, for celebrations. So, Lord, um, I just... I pray uh, that you would, you would speak through my family here today. Um, God, I pray that you send your spirit. Uh, you say we're two more gathered your spirits here already. Um, so spirit, I pray that you would speak. I pray that you would bring to mind uh, what people um, are, are learning about you, where they're being challenged. I pray you'd bring um, prophetic just encouragements and words of wisdom, words of encouragement for the body through the people here. Uh, we, we know that, that you speak. Um, we know that you want to build us up as a church when we gather. Um, and I pray that, that you would do that. And I pray even now uh, for each person that is here, um, that they would feel a sense of, of they are a part of what we're doing this morning. They're not just a consumer or, or attendee. They are, they are a part of our family worshiping you and, and building each other up. And so even in light of that, God, I just want to create a little bit of space and family. If you just want to take 30 seconds right now just to even pray to God and, and like how hard is it to slow down in our life? I pray uh, we'll give 30 seconds right now for you all just to slow down 
um, to, calm, to calm down, to listen to your surroundings, to, to feel uh, what your body is feeling now and to ask God, uh, what is he wanting to, to share with you, whether it be for all of us or whether it's just for you personally. So I'll take 30 seconds right now and let you all have a moment to, to commune with God. Okay, if you all want to come back together with me. And once again, what is God doing in your life, teaching you? What are you wrestling with God uh, with right now that you need prayer for? Uh, really, the, the table is open. So whoever wants to go first can, can share. Yeah, you're, you're grounding yourself in your identity. Like, you're a daughter of the God of the universe, and he loves you, and he's, he's going to, like, pave a way through things that you can't see. That's so good. Yeah, thanks for sharing, Michelle. Yeah. What else has God been teaching you, challenging you in, growing you in? Um, I work at a public school, and, and I feel like I didn't really like calling myself a Christian in the last two years. And I've definitely been like way more open to that. Um, I don't know why. I think that's just like, God making Yeah. Yeah, that's so beautiful, just feeling like, yeah, I should share this part of who I am with my friends uh, and walking in that. That's, that's, that's like a step of faith, the trusting that God's going to do what he's going to do with that. Yeah, that's really cool. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Yeah, anyone else also taking a step of faith or being challenged in an area, in a relationship um, that maybe is something to celebrate, something to be excited about? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm not a bulldog. 
half thoughts are, are welcome. Oh, yeah. Is it hard to hear people? Okay. Thanks, Steffi, for speaking up. I was just saying it's not a whole thought. It's like a half-baked, a third-baked thought. Um, just been reading more deeply about the armor of God, because I don't know, we're pretty, I'm pretty removed from like putting on armor. I don't, it's just, it's a hard metaphor for me. No, and it's all like hot and heavy and I don't, but God thought it was a good idea. So therefore, let's learn about it, Danielle. Um, and I, in the study of that, the belt of truth um, part apparently is really more like a girdle, which like, that's interesting. But, it, but the point is that it, uh, it's the thing that without it, everything else can't be together. And I think just culturally and in the things that are constantly bombarding my mind, there's, a, there's an erosion of what, the, even the word truth. And so I've just been encouraged that God cares about that and he's aware of it. And he also has something to say about truth. So much so that he was like, this is how this whole armor situation fits together. Um, without it, it all actually falls off. And so I'm still figuring out that, but I'm aware that God cares about truth and that he has intent around it and that um, we're not, I'm not lost floating around in the world, um, that his truth matters and it's worth understanding and living out, so. Thanks for sharing. That's good news that in a world that is more and more saying what is truth, we can all decide for ourselves that, that, that in that reality is actually kind of lonely and like we're all on our, on our by ourselves figuring out what truth is. And it's really a, a beacon of hope that God has, uh, ha, does have faithful truth that we can cling to and find like a, a stability and a rock in, you know. Um, that's really good. Yeah. Um, I'll j jump off that same metaphor. I, the other morning I was reading the same passage about the armor of God and I thought I was reading it because I was feeling all of these, you know, it talks about like extinguish the flaming arrows of the enemy on the shield of faith. And so that's, that's why, that's what brought me to the passage. Um, and I was reading also about that uh, he, he makes our feet, he sandals our feet with the readiness of the gospel of peace. And um, yeah, that just kind of hit me in a new way. And then literally later that day, I kind of uh, was taken off my feet physically when a car hit me when I was riding my skateboard. So that brought a whole new <laughs> layer to that. And, and in that moment, like it was a, I was joking at first, but I was like, man, like, I just feel like as we get ready to move, there have been so many things trying to take me off my feet or knock me down. And it's like every step of the way, uh, God has been paving the way. And even when something happens, like, okay, obviously this is an obstacle. It was, there was always something that was like, but I am carrying you through it. Like when the power went out before we were supposed to go to the airport, it came back on the exact time that we prayed, like, okay, this is the last possible moment we can make our flight on time. And just all these things keep happening and it's just been a reminder and I was talking with Robin the other night and she was saying that, um, I shared this verse with her and she was like, that 
totally lines up with where my heart is because she's felt in thinking about our life, moving to a new city, moving to Houston. She feels like the beginnings of like a little bit of like spark and like flicker to flame of like old desires that have been dormant for a long time of like, oh, what, what is God calling me to? Who, who might he share Jesus with through me in this new place? And she was like, you know, teared up and was like, that, I didn't realize that that part of me had fallen asleep for a long time. Um, and so I think all of that together has just been this beautiful picture of like, yeah, there's all kinds of st- like stuff coming at us that's like knocking us down and trying to knock us off our, our feet, but God's been there every step of the way, uh, preserving us and making a way for us to be where he wants us to be and do what he wants us to do. And I'm just really thankful for that reminder. Thanks for sharing. I won't add anything. That was beautiful. That's great. <laughs> cool. What else? What else are people thinking or God's teaching you or maybe you're finding life feels like shifting sands and you're finding, uh, maybe you're still in the sand and you're like, ah, this just feels kind of crazy. Or maybe you are finding him provide you some, some steadiness and some, some footing. Yeah, I'll run. I'll be the mic runner. That's great. Um, yeah, I also work in education, and um, I decided to take a year off to spend with my daughter. Um, and this is the f- like the month that schools go back. Um, and I think that I've really been praying about a new season. Um, and what I'm really learning is God provides in all seasons. Um, that he is the same and unchanging, even though it feels like my life has changed a lot. Um, he stays constant, and I think that just brings, has brought a lot of peace and, like, have, uh, yeah, I'm just excited for this new chapter, but also that, like, he has made me much more faceted than just one season of my life. And I'm, I'm really thankful for the opportunity to be able to see what this new season brings, but also like who he grows me into in this new season. Um, yeah, and just resting in his constantness, if that's a word. Um, but yeah, just celebrating that. Yeah, what we do for our vocation gives us a lot of identity. And when that shifts, it, uh, it makes us question where we're finding our identity. It's like, oh, that thing's gone. Who am I? Yeah, that's, that's really real. Hopefully that resonates with other people. You're not alone, I know. Yeah. Cool. Any other, can be something you're learning or just an update? <clears throat> Um, yeah, I mean, something that I was thinking about uh, in terms of sharing with you all for a celebration, but also um, also just a word of encouragement as a leader in this church. Um, it, it, I mean, I think it was just the spirit bringing this to mind because it really resonates with uh, a lot of a lot of what you are sharing. Um, and what I was processing comes from Matthew seven. Um, and 
It's uh, verses 24 to 27. Uh, and Jesus is talking, uh, and he, he says, Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded um, on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a, a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell, and, and great was the fall of it. And so, yeah, I think, I think that verse just came to our mind so deeply, and I, I think it has a lot to say about our life. Um, I was processing all these changes we've gone through as a church this year, and I'll, I'll bring it up after. But I was, I was processing all the changes we've gone through as a church this year, even just looking back in the past seven or eight months with uh, Tripp stepping down on, on staff um, and us like talking about multiplying South Bay, uh, MCs trying to multiply. Um, these are all big things, right? Uh, like I think about our whole church. But then personally, so many of us have been going through these seasons of questioning of like, I guess what you all were sharing it was like sand, like we were standing on this sand that was like slipping away. I was saying, I don't have my job anymore. Like, who, who am I? Like, that's a wind or a rain of sorts in, in your life. Or I don't know what the future holds. Um, and this is like really stressing me out, almost like I am standing on sand, slipping and slipping and trying to find a footing. Um, and my anxiousness pulls at me. Um, and, and even when... Um, even when the Bryants are talking about moving, I love you guys so much, and 10, 12 years of life together, and saying, oh man, like, like this, this, is, this grief is real, and, and how do I process that? Um, life can feel like sands, um, and I feel like God was, has been encouraging me, and, and I, I do think he's been doing this for our body, um, is starting to remind us um, where our solid ground is that our solid ground um, is not in our, our jobs, um, you know? And it's not even in the relationships that we have here. Uh, like, just to remind us, like, I think God uses this in this mysterious way, this deep connection between all of us. We are a family, and we are, we are dependent on each other in a certain way. But also, um, God did not bring us here uh, for each other. He brought us here for him. Because uh, he's saved each one of us. He has uh, called each one of us his own. Um, and he's making all of us new. And so I think it's this really, really, um, to me, like really stable ground that I find myself on when I'm reminded, God, like I started to feel slipping from these areas because I think I was trying to put my life on them. And as they slipped away, I started slipping away. And just him reminding us uh, and calling us, and me, especially the past month, um, that he is steadfast, and that he is good, and that his love uh, knows no ends. Um, I was also reading John 15, where Jesus says, um, as the Father has loved me, I have loved you, so abide in me, right? Almost out of this solid rock, maybe there's a vine coming up now in the metaphor, um, and we are, we, are, we are not having to stand anymore. Maybe we need to sit and lay and rest, um, and we can. 
um, because we know that God has us um, and he's, he's carrying us forward into this season, even when it's unknown. And for me, I feel like the future is often pretty unknown. <laughs> like I, I often try to plan my way into the future and, and find uh, it is far different than what I plan. Um, and God is still the same. So I think that's something he's been teaching me and encouraging me uh, as I've been leading the church and trying to care for the church through these past six months, but then also even on a personal level um, as we try to care and love people in our lives. Um, so, so yeah, like I think God's been doing this work in all the stories you share, even the story about what is truth. Like truth, when it is uh, fully up to us to define, is, a slip, is sand that we stand on and get pulled into. Um, but God is, God is not that. He's a, he's a steadfast rock, um, of love and truth, um, and, and yeah, that's really good news. So thank you, yeah, amen. Um, awesome, well, before we go to communion, I wanted to also share some time, uh, give some time for Estefi to share more about uh, what God's doing in her life and how she's having a vision for uh, our youth ministry here. So there you go. Awesome. Good morning, church family. Uh, it is a hot one. And I was like, okay, don't think about sweating. You're already sweating. Everyone's sweating. It's fine. Um, yeah, so our hope for Celebration Sundays is as we share, as we express God's word, as people just kind of share their experiences, we kind of grasp onto truths that we might have forgotten. Um, and so when I was thinking about just the story of what God's been doing with youth ministry, I think I wanted to share um, even how I got here. Um, some of you are new to me. I haven't met you yet. And so I think this is a good chance to just kind of share what God's been doing in my life. And then we can uh, dive into the ministry. Um, so it started back in uh, March or February when Brad joined one of our MC nights and was just kind of sharing the, the vision for Soma South Bay um, and just, you know, what we're looking forward to, and I believe Sarah had just gotten hired as a children's um, minister, discipleship director, and then the ask for a youth person, and I thought that was super cool, um, but I just thought that was cool, and then in the coming weeks, in my time with the Lord, in Bible studies that I'm a part of, in podcasts that I was listening to, it was just like over and over again, God was just putting this heavier, heavier desire on my heart. Um, and it, it kind of just boiled down to this, is that every Christian is a link from the generation before and after. And so we are the bearers of that good news. Um, we are meant to mentor and disciple and teach the younger generation because really we're the ones in between. We always kind of like lean on someone else to do it, but that is our responsibility. Um, and so I felt that heavy weight and was just like, okay, and obviously the conversation with Brad continued to um, come to mind. And so I was super excited about it and just like, what is God doing in my life? And then I shared with Jess Forgen, and I was like, man, like I am, I am so down to apply and be like the assistant person. Like that would be so cool. And like I'll buy the pizza, I'll order whatever needs to like go there, and I'm there. And she's like, you should apply for the position. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, that is not me. I've never done youth ministry. I wasn't raised in the church. Um, I've done a lot of college ministry and church planting and mission trips abroad. Um, but this is just new to me. So I was totally not feeling qualified. 
And by the grace of God, made it through the three interviews we had. I don't even know. I don't know what I said. But we're here. And so it's just kind of cool because, like, it has been just depending on God for everything, right? And um, so, yeah, just kind of, like, our vision for the church is to put a focus on youth ministry. We have our children set up and we have our thing going on as adults, Um, but it's kind of like a forgotten thing. Uh, We give like the youth like the ugliest chair or whatever we can to like make a place for them, but this is going to be like an actual place for them to come and be excited to come and join um, just the worship of Jesus for. And so, um, yeah, some facts that I learned along the way that I was like, wow, that really opened my eyes is 80% of people come to know the Lord before 18. Um, and so that's a huge percentage. And then 71% of individuals will have a lifelong faith if they're invested in their young, the young, like, you know, developmental years of their life. And so that's super important. And as a church, I think we should definitely have eyes towards um, this part of our family. So how are we going to do that? Um, So we we already have some things going on. We have Casey and Allie who are leading our tweens DNA. So that's kind of something we started up and we're doing, looking to solidify that um, as well as, you know, we have our MC nights. So looking for ways to include our youth, to have them be um, just engaged in that. And they're not just like, okay, peace out. Thanks for the food. Um, But just have them be a part of the family and the discussion. And so those are things that we're already doing, um, looking for growth opportunities. But then we're going to have new things coming up. And so super exciting. We've been working on logos and swag and like just a whole bunch of ideas. So the past couple of weeks, we've been really just planning, praying, brainstorming. Um, and so coming up with a calendar of events for the fall. And I mean, some of you might be thinking, like I was thinking, like, where is our youth? Well, some of them aren't here. But um, not only the ones that are just a part of us right now, but having a place to where they can invite people to come in and grow it. And um, yeah, since we will have a focus in that area, so hopefully it'll grow. Um, and so I'm super excited. I feel the energy. I just feel the push. And as every time I meet with someone to talk about it, it's like, let's do this. I'm so excited. Um, I've been praying. And so those are some of the ways that we will be rolling out here in the fall. Um, and then you guys will have more updates, you know, our start date, our launching, all of that to come. A hopefully cool video if I can get to it. Um, and so, yeah, does anybody have any questions on that? Yeah, so we're going to have a place for middle schoolers um, and then a place for high schoolers. Yeah, so a new, you know, um, And I would like for it to be separate just so that we can have each one have their own places um, because a sixth grader is very different than an 18-year-old boy, right? Um, So just very different areas of life. Um, And so still brainstorming on how to do that and make sure we do that well um, because we have a smaller group. You know, just making sure we... um, Yeah, just make it an environment where it's exciting to be at. So ideas are totally welcome. Um, And also, I wanted to ask, like, 
If you guys have an apartment or a home that you'd like to open up, if you own like a boat or like a cabin or have a good relationship with the parks department, whatever department, just let me know. Um, Get with me after. Let me know what your connections are because anything is helpful. Um, And yeah. Good question. Thank you, Estefi. So yeah, look, look forward to that, that calendar of events uh, coming here pretty soon. Um, and we're really excited for, for what God's going to be doing through Estefi and through, through all the, the youths, the middle school and high schoolers uh, at our church. Um, yeah, well, I'm going to pray for us uh, and praise God for what he's doing in your guys' lives. And then we're going to go into a time of communion and wrapping up our time with worship. So Lord, I just... Uh, First, I just want to thank you for um, the, the work you're doing in our family's life. Um, God, you, you are so clearly um, pulling us up out of the sand and, and putting us on um, a solid ground that is you. Um, you are pursuing us. You are uh, calling us to you. You are making us new and giving us new desires, giving us new hope. Um, you're allowing us to process the, the confusing, challenging things of life because we know that you are here and you are steadfast. Uh, I just praise you for that. I pray you continue to do that work in our family. Um, and I also just pray for all the youth ministry that we're going to be starting. I pray that you would um, give people a heart to partake in that and to, to support that and to serve in that way in our church. I pray that you bring in uh, many kids and, and, and uh, middle schoolers and high schoolers um, who may be looking for a place to connect, who may be wondering about who you are um, or what is the point of life that they're about to launch into, um, into adulthood. I pray that you allow um, our space, a space where kids can be loved, can be discipled, um, and can, just, can be known um, in a way that it's really hard to be known um, in a safe way in school sometimes. So, we, um, yeah, we pray for that. We pray that you go before that. Um, and we're really, really excited to see what you're going to do um, as we seek to love this city and love our neighbors and, and friends around us. Uh, it's in your name we pray. Amen.